This is 680 CJOB. Who doesn't like fried chicken? Even fried chicken has evolved, and you will know this after trying food from many of the restaurants that are participating in Fried Chicken Week that runs January 16th to the 23rd. My friend Susie Parker, she's here to fill you in. This is the fourth yeah. year, which is yeah. kind of crazy, right? Um, Lord it's knows I love it's super fun. I, Lord knows I love fried chicken. For those who haven't heard about it, what is Fried Chicken Fest? It is a celebration where you can wear your leggings and your sweatpants and eat fried chicken all week. Why do you think it's important, especially this year, for an event like this to take place? Well, you know me. I'm always trying to find ways to support our local restaurant industry. And, you know, people need to understand that our restaurant industry spins off into so many other industries, you know, from our farmers to our to their suppliers and even just to the, to the people who work for them, their employees. There's so much of an economic impact that our restaurant and hospitality industry has in this province. And Fried Chicken Fest is just one way in this, you know, terrible time of this pandemic to, you know, kind of band together and, you know, even eat fried chicken over Skype with each other and just try to get through this all. You know, it'd be kind of funny, right? Having a Skype or a Zoom call and you're eating fried chicken with your greasy lips with your friends. That's a good look. But you it? don't have to share. You don't have to <laughs> share when you're on Skype. So I think that's maybe a plus. <laughs> okay, so you guys, I went on your site and you guys have a lot of restaurants. There's a lot of restaurants participating this year. Let's talk about that. Yeah, this year has been huge. Um, it's almost double the number that we had last year, which is a really nice surprise. And I think it's also a testament to the fact that restaurants are doing whatever they can to survive right now. So I think that, you know, everybody who's going to order fried chicken this week, everybody who's going to support these restaurants, everybody who's going to be tipping, you are going to be doing such a great service to these restaurants that really, really need our help. And then you're going to be getting to, you know, also sample some fried chicken. There's been some awesome collaborations as well. You know, uh, Magic Bird Fried Chicken, who was our 2019 winner, I believe, has collaborated with O Donuts and has a pineapple dipped donut on top of a chicken breast or chicken thigh, pardon me. I mean, there's some really amazing creativity out there. There's also so many options for um, you know, just uh, different varieties. Like there's so much Asian, there's a schnitzel, there's, uh, you know, all kinds of different flavor profiles to take advantage of. Are some of the restaurants, like I'm assuming some of the restaurants don't even serve fried chicken. They're serving fried chicken just to be in this event, right? So some of them are. And one of the stipulations of Fried Chicken Fest is that it has to be an item that's not currently on your menu. So you don't get to slide a ringer in there. You've got to come up with something unique and different that's really kind of going to get the public's attention. So, you know, every year we kind of, you know, are surprised by what people come up with. But this year, wow, have they knocked it out of the park. And like I said, on another segment uh, today, some restaurants have entered two entries because they have really, like, really put themselves to the test and are really trying to offer up something exquisite and amazing, not just, you know, delicious, but visually appealing that is going to catch people's eyes on Instagram or Facebook and really kind of get their, their mouths watering. How has the event changed this year for? How has it changed this year from year one? 
I think that, uh, you know, this pandemic has really kind of shown uh, how we can support local. So the first year, yes, it was absolutely all about getting out, like actually visiting restaurants, sitting down with your friends and family over a plate of fried chicken, which we can't do this year. But that's still that same sentiment remains, which is to support local and to support our restaurant community. So I think this year with the response from the restaurants, I'm expecting you guys, all of Winnipeg, to really kind of blow the doors off these places and really give them a great week. So all of these restaurants are offering curbside pickup or delivery for these items? They sure are. And you know what? I know that we're, you know, we are... um we are trying to get people to uh, order directly as much as possible. But this week, I don't care how you get your fried chicken. Just get that fried chicken, support your restaurants, tip extra if you want to, you know, offset that delivery fee, but do whatever you can to support these restaurants. Okay. You said who was the winner last year? Last year was Capital on Broadway, and they are the reigning champs. So there's some stiff competition out there. And, of course, you have to get online at friedchickenfest.ca and vote for your favorite. The voting goes live at noon tomorrow, and it's open all week. So you get to try as many as you want and vote for your favorite and have a delicious week. When you talk to these guys who are signing up, how confident are they that they are going to be the winner? Like, sometimes when you're doing food competition weeks, like, in, in my opinion, everybody wins because it just drives more people to restaurants that they may not have gone to just to see what these guys can do. And and usually these guys are awesome. But a lot of them are actually, you know, they're serious. They compete and they actually take a lot of time in choosing what they're going to enter into a competition like uh, like yours. So what's the buzz been as far as you, when you register all these restaurants? Yeah, I think you're right, uh, is that there's a super competitive streak in in our chef community and in our restaurant community, which I love because, like you said, it's us, the, you know, the, the eaters of fried chicken, the lovers of fried chicken, of all this local food who win. So I think that, you know, if you look at the entries this year, they are, there's so much, I don't even know how they're so much better than last year, but they're better. And I can't even imagine what they're going to be for next year, but there are no losers in this group. Everybody is a winner. And of course your taste buds win the best part. Okay. So how many restaurants are participating this year? I believe we have 44. No, get out of here. Yeah. It's, it's really great. Wow. Okay. So let's give people basic information when it starts, um, how they vote, uh, you know, how they, how they see all these, uh, great, uh, entries. Yeah, so friedchickenfest.ca, which is our website, has all the dishes on there, has all the pictures on there. I'm waiting for a few stragglers, but I'm going to get those on there as soon as possible. And the dishes are all broken out in there. We also tried to um, highlight, you know, gluten-free and dairy-free options wherever possible. That's also where you vote, which is friedchickenfest.ca. That will go live on Saturday at noon. And then, of course, if you're on social, you can find us on Facebook. And, of course, our Instagram has been blowing up my phone all week. And that's where you can find us. I want to see your stories. I want to see you tag these restaurants. Have so much fun and really just kind of hype up this restaurant community that's trying so hard to stay alive. Okay, before I let you go, what do you think the appeal of fried chicken is? You know what I mean? Like, even when people were trying to, you know, when people were getting away from fried foods or whatever else there is, fried chicken just, it's like made, made a comeback. It's just, it never goes anywhere. You just, it, it, it's got its following. And that's the thing is I don't think it ever went away. So when me and chef uh, Alan Pineda, who's my co-founder for Fried Chicken Fest, and we were thinking about this concept, there's something about fried chicken that is just kind of like the ultimate comfort food. Like every family has their own recipe for, you know, how, you know, their aunt or their grandpa or whoever it was made fried chicken. It's one of those things that is 
you know, comes out on special occasions. And it just harkens back to those days, you know, of, you know, whether it was a birthday party or Christmas or whatever it might be, there's such a comfort and such a nostalgia around that. And I don't think regardless of, you know, whatever fad there might be around, I don't think fried chicken is going anywhere. And there's so many of these restaurants who've tried to capitalize on, you know, certain trends and certain fads and, you know, whether it's keto or paleo or, um, you know, gluten-free or dairy-free, there is a category for whatever you're looking for. And the flavor, the flavor profiles, the visual appeal, it's all there. Dude, I'm in. Susie, thanks for the info, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so much. Thanks, Kevin. This is 680 CJOB.